Morning, Hustle Show. L'Oreal, we have Killer Mike in the building, a.k.a. Michael. Absolutely. How you doing, L'Oreal? Good to be with you. What's going on? Listen, I'm so glad to finally sit down and get a chance to talk to you because you've always been somebody that was really interesting to me. You always had something to say, something that wasn't just riffraff. You know, you speak (laughs) up for our people. You will argue somebody down for whatever you believe in, and that's something that I'm Mike, <laughs> so yeah. I respect that a lot. So let's talk about Michael. Yeah. Your first solo album in 11 years. Mm-hmm. Why so long? Why now? I, well, I, I've been a part of a very successful rap group called right. Run the Jewels, me yes. and LP out of out of it out of uh, Brooklyn. Shouts out to Brooklyn. That's right. Let's L. go. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I had a decade to be one half of a group, and yeah. if you look at that group, like the uh, Uncanny X Men, you got me, LP, DJ Trackstar. You had guests like R.I.P. Our Girl Gangsta Boo, yes. Zach De La Roque from Rage Against Machine, Josh Homme, all these people, Big Boy, Two Chains, pop up in this wonderful world of Run the Jewels. Well, my character like. Wolverine has a backstory. All characters have a backstory, but Wolverine's backstory is really personal. If you read comics, you read Logan. Yeah. And I wanted to make my Logan. I was home for three years, you know, for COVID. I caught COVID early, so I thought I was going to die for 14 no. days. And then when you come out of that, you're like, oh, wow, I got some stuff I probably need to say before I die. Right, right. And I, I just, um, you know, I've had a, been blessed to have a 20-year career in music, and I've never introduced people to that little nine-year-old buck-tooth boy with the horns and the halo. I never introduced him to Michael you know yeah. he never got to know me so the character Killer Mike people are polarized around some people love some people you know had other opinions of but the, the boy Michael that grew up in his west side enclave called the Collier Heights Adamsville community in Atlanta I think a lot more people can relate to just because it's just a, it's just an all-american story of of a little boy in his imagination over yeah. conquering you know conquering all you know? and you really open up you talk yeah. about a lot of different things yeah. from losing your mother Grandma, your grandmother, yeah. uh, which is something that is, I'm pretty sure, has to be one of the most difficult things that somebody can go uh, through. The second verse of that song, when I said, oh, my mama dead, my grandma, um, her mama dead, her mama died in my arms, my mom said it wasn't fair, her mama raised me. I told her she crazy. She told me one day, I'm going to be gone, Michael, you going to see that my mama wanted you, but you belong to me. That was mm. so true. My grandmother raised me, so my grandmother died, I was like, man, my, she was like my mother. She yeah. was, I called her mama. That's all I ever called her. And I called my mom, mommy, you know, and I remember us arguing at the funeral. It was hilarious. It's like one of those Tyler Perry movie phones where it's just like the family is, is beefing right before yeah. everything is resolved. And my mom said, it wasn't fair to your home. My mom died in your arms. I was like, like what? I'm mm. like, you think I would have chose to be the first right. since she died? And my sister was like, yeah, because she loved you. She, was, she wouldn't have been happy with nobody else, <laughs> which made my mother feel no, worse. Yeah. But my mom told me that day, she said, you know, I gave you to my mom because she couldn't have any more kids of her own and she wanted you and you don't understand the sacrifice that took from me and I didn't until my mother died. My mother died six years ago. It hit me like a ton of bricks and I was just like, you know. Yeah. I was like, because she was only 16 years older than me. Yeah. So we had more of a brother-sister uh, relationship at times. Right. But I couldn't do nothing but laugh and cry at the same time. Like, yeah. damn, you were right. You know? Yeah, I, I could definitely relate to having like some regrets after a parent passes yeah. away. Because I, like, I had the same thing with my father. And 
And now I look at like how women are treated uh-huh. or women are getting kind of scrutinized for like showing their sexuality. And yeah. then you have women that you respect so much in your life that's been a part of your life. Yeah. How do you feel when it's cases where people are saying, well, women are making their self-sexualized in, in our community nowadays, opposed to the women that you were brought up by? I, I didn't say my mother trafficked cocaine. Mm-hmm. My mother had a great pair of breasts that she was showing. <laughs> <when she laughs> so I'm not saying she did some yeah. of the things that I see now, but what I'm saying is for, for my grandmother's peer group, my grandmother was 44 when I was born. She didn't she didn't necessarily like the lifestyle choices. Yeah. My, my, my mom's a florist by trade, but the people she was selling flowers to ended up looking for coke, and then she ended up a trafficker. Your 15th right. birthday, we woke up two weeks before I turned 15, you know, woman arrested in Griffin, Georgia for a t- Tempting to buy 10 kilos of cocaine. Wow. I remember she got out. She said it was 20. Them, them bastards stole half the money. <laughs> so nah. I, that was my girl. So anyone who knew Denise knew she was in it. She was Her life was a movie. So I don't have judgments. I've known girls that danced in the Blue Flame that have been some of the best mothers I've seen in terms of making sure their children are fed, clothed, treated rightly, have dignity and respect. Right. Mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen women that worked in corporations that graduated some of the best colleges in this country you know, not not be loving and caring partners of mothers. So I have no judgment. Right. You know, just just do your best. Right. Well, on your album, you definitely ain't have a judgment on who was new in the game versus old in the game. You have all kind of artists on there. Cash Page. Yeah, I who love she, her. Yeah, I so love I was Cash. so excited to see her well, on there. Dope, What's your connection with her? Man, she just like me. Uh, so if you look at this record, it's all these 15 records are like just vignettes into my life. Yeah. So usually when you hear the Dope Boy song, it's either I'm the biggest Dope Boy ever or um, somebody betrayed me. I'm trying to get them back. Right. Dope Boy Day sometimes are just everybody pulling up in the old school and going in on a barbecue. So yeah. when I wanted to do the, when I when I felt like I had a record to talk about, you know what I'm saying, the best of Dope Boy Days, I go get two of my dopest Dope Boy partners, man. I go get two chains, yeah, I go course. get currency. Of course. Because they lead the life that all aspirational trappers want to lead. Right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's you know, right. I, I sit, I kick it, I smoke, ain't too much violence. I got old schools, I got new schools. So I got them, currency came in and killed the intro. I was I did gonna say, part. did he come in the studio and do that with nah, you? No, Spinner did that with in New Orleans. Okay, okay, I, okay. I think I was in LA, but he got it. He got it right back to me. But when we, when, uh, which is good, because when we end up hanging, we don't do nothing but get high and play with Hot Wheels. Yeah, because he like, smoked like, a lot, a lot. Yeah, like we both. Like I was born <laughs> yeah, on 420. He was a few weeks before me. We both oh, Aries. I so. didn't even peep that. Yeah, Perfect I, man. All we do is get stoned <laughs> and play with remote control cars and stuff. So it was best he did it like that. Right. But, but then it was like we knew we needed a singer, mm-hmm. and man, somebody sent me cash, and I was just like, oh man, who? She, she's she, so dope. Yeah, and yeah. it was actually cuz I think cuz might have might have introduced me to who she was, but she was him or Will, my manager, but she was just she was dope. And then man, I saw little sis here. I saw her at the bistro here, heard a homegirl, and I bought him, I bought him lunch. Like, oh, lunch, I like, know that's right. like you ain't never buying lunch <laughs> you with me. Like, like if I see you, I got your lunch. Right. So, so shouts out to sis, man. She's amazing. And my 16-year-old daughter thought I was cooler. Yeah, I'm that. telling so, you that, but that's what's dope about you because it's like you're in tune with all kind of things. Yeah. It's not just like you're like, all right, I'm a legend here. I done made nah. my way in Atlanta and brought a, it to the world. I'm just an artist. Yeah, I'm just an yeah, artist. I no, just like collaborating with dope. those artists. That's and, the, and when I say the collabs are crazy, y'all, if y'all didn't check out this album yet, y'all need to check out Michael. Yeah. Let's talk about the cover. Yeah. You got a little bit of horns on there with the halo. Now, <laughs> let's, let's explain that and break that down. Because when you're listening, I can understand why you have that as yeah. a cover. Me, my dad, my daughter, one of my sons, have the name Michael or Michael. 
and um, it's it, that's God's mightiest angel. There's this, um, so you know, you you're named for this beautiful angel. And with that said, he's a warrior. Like he's yeah. the one that's gonna throw Satan, cast Satan in the fire. You know, according to Christianity in the last days. So I always liked my name, which mm-hmm. is why I went with a very personal. But I'm very proud of the name, even beyond just my personal story, Michael. But as a kid, that's what I was. I was just mischievous. You're that's it. Terror. Like I had a heart of gold, and I was mischievous as can be. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like I was gonna be the kid that talked to the candy lady my partner might have stole a couple of snicker bars but you know i would i would feel bad about it and we'd come help cut her grass lady you know what i'm saying like i just but i i've, I've just had this mischievous streak my whole life i just it's not going nowhere you know nowhere. but it's balance you right, know right i'm not evil i don't you know the, when i talked about it in something um well actually when i talked about in um you know, down by law, when I saw, saw someone that I used to stand in front of the store as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, I was just trying to get some Jordans or prom money. I sold drugs to him. I remember just apologizing, just like, man, I'm sorry. I was so young. I did not, you know, I, I, I said I had no vision. I, you know, and I was apologizing. He stopped. He said, hey, man. You ain't got nothing to feel bad about, young blood. He said, you was a kid, and I was walking up to you asking you for drugs. He said, after about two, three days of me doing that, common sense just told you to have some. Yeah. And he was right. So, you know, I just, I, I balance, and I understand that human beings are capable of good and evil. So, yeah. you know, before we project everything on the outside, just understand all of us got a horns and halo. Yeah, just that's try to, a, that is you know. a fact. We just, uh, we kind of hide them sometimes. Yeah, just try to right? get your balance right, you know. Yeah, and you're also Puerto Rican, because Santiago is your middle Santiago. name. <laughs> <laughs> I told my mom, my dad's very fair skin with wavy hair. I told my mom, I said, you thought I was going to look like him. Now, you know, I ended up just like you. So, yeah, I, I love when I go to, like, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, stuff like yeah. that, because they see my middle name on the passport, and they just automatically think, oh, you cool. I'm right. just like, yo, I, like, I ain't got to go do that. <laughs> yo, Michael Santiago Render. That definitely shocked me. You also opened up on Slummer with uh, Jagged Edge yeah. about an abortion mm-hmm. that a female you was dating. Yo, I was a kid. Yeah, it was we yeah. were in a, you know you and kid you think you think you're in love and yeah. you do be in love for that time and it's intense but that's how I learned poverty you know can be stronger than love I loved her you know to death I thought you know we was gonna be there she was a pretty girl and and um you know I just I, she was from the housing projects and she didn't want to be there you know what I mean it was yeah. compounding poverty and she met an older guy that loved her they ended up getting married having some kids and stuff and that's that was really cool but you know what I mean she saw me years later hugged me introduced me to her kids like this is what I was telling you about like this is, is Mr. Mike he's a you know what I mean he's, he's that's so crazy you know what I mean so yeah, yeah and, I, and I still got love for it to this day you yeah. know what I mean it's always is there anybody that like maybe you had a falling out with and you becoming yourself and who you are now, right? Yeah. That maybe you might want to reach back and um, speak out. So maybe somebody you did wrong. No, nah, I ain't did nobody wrong and I ain't apologized to. I, I'm pretty good about admitting my wrongs and apologize. Yeah. Just, hey, man, you know, if you forgive me, cool. But if I didn't have beef with issue with you, it's cool, you know. We on two different sides of the street, but we cool. I'm not one that's bad at re-engagement. Like, if, you know, my only thing is if we do something egregious, Let's do the apology and then let's just never go back to it. Now, if you play with my name, if you try to ruin my reputation, you know, then all is forgiven. But I can't never, ever rock with you again. Right. Because all I have is my reputation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you try to ruin that. So there's there's a couple people out there, you know, that are in the city that I wouldn't come to their funeral and I actually not come to mine. Yeah. You know, because you tried to ruin my reputation. You you, you tried to drag me in front of the white folks and lie on me. So, no, nah, I, don't, I don't have no. 
positive thoughts for you. I don't have no negative thoughts. I just have no thoughts. You know? Yeah. If I die, don't come. If you die, I won't come. Yeah. I mean, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Keep your distance and from people cool. you don't rock with. Yeah, that's so, it. Dungeon Family, uh-huh. right? You know when it's a lot of people that work yeah. collaboratively, right? It's yeah. always a little bit of issues here and there, but it, it doesn't seem like that came across with you all. What the, was, oh, was nah. there things that we might have missed in nah, maybe nah. like family nah, everything be cool. Nah, nah. I'm a, I'm a little bro, though. Just like, I'm yeah. a, I, I didn't gave everybody some headaches around there. Like, <laughs> Sleepy Brown just walk up to me and hug me some days. Like, it's okay, little yeah. bro. Quit tripping, man. You, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't been hard-headed. I didn't, I didn't disagree loudly. Because I'm from the West Side. Right. He, the, the Dungeon family is is a Southwest Atlanta collective. Mm. And even though Martin Luther King separated, the West Side's a little more brash. So when right. you think West Side, you think me, T.I., Dro, like real yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. this the way it is. Right. You know? And with Southwest Atlanta, they got a little bit more politeness, political effectiveness. Mm-hmm. They they negotiate. But there have been times where I've just been a hard-headed little bro. And I just think like Rico and I think... I thank Ray and I thank, you know, Sleep for just, you know, always remaining, you know, um, encouraging. You know I'm glad I mean? you said him because I was looking for him on the album. I Ooh. didn't see him. Sleepy Brown. No, nah, yeah, to... I didn't use I didn't use Sleep, but Sleep, Ray, and Reek were in there. So Rico's voice serves as like the voice of Atlanta. Okay. Through the album, through the yeah, skits, that's Rico's yeah. voice that's popping up. That's Rico okay. way to intro so the album. At one point, I thought he was Dave Chappelle on nah, the song no, with well, Dave, Dave introduces Run. That, that is, is Dave, right. Okay, so I knew that, I wasn't That's tripping. Rico, though, when the end. Yeah. Okay. He said it ain't been hard. It's just been a journey. Yeah. That's Rico Wade okay. and, and coming Every up through. Time. Okay. But um, Ray Murray comes in, and Ray gives us a challenge early in making a record. Me and Cuz, like he says, it has to be authentically Southern in Atlanta all the mm-hmm. way through, and it has to be as cohesive as a chronic. And by reviews, we've achieved that. We've achieved yeah. something that's that's stellarly Southern and that is that is utterly cohesive, like the chronic. Like one of the um, one of the greatest compliments I've seen this week was. Damani, um, Tip Son, who, oh, I, who I think yeah. is an amazing artist. He's dope. Damani says, this is the only album I can listen to all the way through. Like for a youngster to say that. Yeah. That's how I felt when the Chronic dropped. That's how mm-hmm. I felt when, when, you know, when, 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 man, NWA's second album dropped, you know, Niggas for Life. So I just thought that I met that challenge and then Sleep just came through and encouraged at all points. So I'm proud that I gave the Dungeon family a record that that the city can be proud of, that yeah. they can be proud of, yeah. and that's a generational statement. It's mm-hmm. something beyond a classic, in, in my opinion. Yeah, your album is amazing. Yeah, and you kick, you. I even talk about that because you kicked it off with CeeLo, and I haven't heard him in a while. He had yeah. some controversies. Was that a little bit like, because you know when somebody is your family and they uh, might have something going on that's uh, associated in a bad light, we're going to stick by them, but it kind of might give you some backlash. Was you thinking about any, because you kicked the album off with with No, I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking about you take the album, Michael is a return to a certain spirituality for me. I ran from the church. I ran from a lot of things, but you know, when you look at you know, and I'm still not belong to an Abrahamic religion, but when you look at like the story of Christ, the last person he chose to save was a self-confessed thief. Mm. You know, being being crucified by the state next to him. Mm-hmm. When you look at the people that ran with him, Saul, who was a Christian killer, um, and eventually became Paul, changed his name. You look at the people that God had chosen to 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 exalt, whether it was Noah who was a drunk, whether it was David who, you know, helped kill a man just to have his wife. You know, there's been some pretty horrendous things done. And um, so I don't know or not to know what CeeLo has done or not done. What I know is, as my big bro, he's one of the first people to love and embrace me. And God has truly given him an anointed voice. Mm -hmm. And I needed to say something 
to Atlanta on the behalf of Atlanta. So what better voice to use? You know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't think about anything outside of that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because what whatever he you know is is responsible for in the last days when God has judgment on us all, you know he'll he'll answer to or not answer to whatever he's done, you know whatever he hasn't done, whatever those things were. I don't think about. It. I just thought about what would be best for this song for the album. in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Because Lord knows, but I've um. I done did some some times and crimes in my day. Yeah. I've been forgiven and given grace for a lot. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just appreciate that brother giving me grace and jumping on the record because he brought it to life. And shouts out to Corey Moe for thinking that, hey, man, y'all boys should do this record together because Corey held that record. I had that record down by law since the last year of Obama's presidency. And Corey held that record for me that long. So shouts out to Corey Moe. And thank you, man. That's fire. Okay. Mm -hmm. You almost missed one of these songs on here. What? And that's because Andre 3000 oh, yeah. wasn't really rocking with the verse initially. But no, when that I wasn't, heard, no, that was wasn't. That, was no, that no, no, that wasn't it. He okay. was rocking with all of it, but it, but it felt this record, this album was an excellent mixtape yeah. that, that we took into a great album. And if it was just going to be verses, he was just like, you know, man, we just got a great rap song. Yeah. But, but putting that hook that, that I'm going to live forever, yeah. hook, you know, yeah. the, the Aaron Allen Kane just giving that sentiment brought it brought made it a song see a lot of times you can have a good record and it still not be a song right. you know what i mean and that's what made it it so now nah, it was there you know it was i'm just, glad you explained that because when the verse came on my face was like Whoa, yeah 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 what yeah. are you talking it's about i was saying from the trap man you got to bring the dope out the water yeah you know you'll put a half a thing in there man it's, it's looking like a quarter but you <laughs> you bring in a cook you can bring the dope out the water so that's what we had to do yeah okay so what about netflix are you returning there because you had that show on netflix yeah trigger one yeah, trigger warning. Yeah, I mean, I'm a returning Netflix in some capacity doing TV. I like television. I like writing television. I like being a part of television shows. Trigger warning, you know, came when it had its time. I'd love to do another variation somewhere. You got to pay me some white folks' money, though. Yeah, what? that's a fact, because you went through some stuff. Lord. You were sleeping on yeah, benches. Yeah, I was saying, like, fuck, all, I was trying to I mean. find you out but there. I, but <laughs> I had a ball. And, and Netflix is a company, man. Shouts out to them for giving me the opportunity. Yeah. And FX, because FX gave us the opportunity first and then allowed us to pivot it over to um, Netflix. That's so. fire. So you're a right now and I have a TV show now you it's have a TV show now called love and respect that comes on um that comes on public public broadcast and I've interviewed I just won an Emmy for the television show with my interview with Bernice King so I just won an yes. Emmy there's a um there's 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 a lot of satisfaction in that a guy named Scott Carter who co-founded um real time with Bill Maher yeah. and um he um and politically incorrect. He this was his first him and he's a 70 year old OG, he's a white guy, he's been in television for 40, 50 years. I love him to death and we want our we were born on the same day. He's a one Come of on, my four better 20. friends. Yep, 420, <laughs> and my man, I, I brought him his first Emmy, and that, wow. that meant the world to me. Wow, it should mean the world that you yeah. got your Emmy. I mean, I care about me, but I'm just saying, when an OG, man, it's like, think about it, it's an OG. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, I got my first one with you. I assumed he just had him in his closet laying around. Yeah. yeah. So now I got a Grammy, Grant, uh, Emmy and a Grammy, now I got to get the Tony and an Oscar. I know, that's right, that. and we can see, would you do Tiny Desk? Yeah, yeah, I've done one. It's run the jewels, and I'm coming back. Yeah, to do for one you. Well. I mean, like, with your yeah, solo, I'm coming, yeah. yeah, we're gonna do. Okay, it. I can't wait to see we're that. Big shout out to you, a classic album. Everyone's saying it. Generational Not just me. statement, man. This yeah. is a statement for a generation, y'all. Okay, now go check it out. Y'all can get it wherever you can find it. Michael yeah. out now. Thank go you catch so him much. on tour. Killer Mike. I appreciate you, love.